If you're a busy woman like me, you don't have time for cravings. At work, I used to tame my peri-peri cravings with a Nando Fix patch. It had its drawbacks, though. But with new Nando Fix gum, I can tame my cravings without taming my clients. Of course, nothing beats enjoying Nando's with my family. But Nando Fix gum comes close. Hello, welcome to the Sev Mayo Show. Holy shit, I'm in the rush hour. I thought I'd try and do a different um, type of intro, but I'm out in the rush hour. This is my life. I only have one headphone working, and I'm doing that thing where, you know when headphones don't work, when you have to hold it to a certain angle. So this episode is sponsored by motorbikes, being really noisy, and Sennheiser. Today we are live in Southwark. I am in Southwark right now, not going to court. I'm going to meet an old friend called Tucker, who I've known since probably the mid 80s, one of the oldest friends, like when we met probably when we were five or four and I should have been wearing glasses. Um, We're gonna talk about podcasts. He's the guy who first introduced me to podcasting in a way because we went to Berlin and um, you know, he put on the Ricky Gervais podcast, probably 2007 or 8. Thought it was great. Rest is history. All the rest is going to take place in this podcast. Um, we're going to go to Nando's, so it's sponsored by them as well. Chicken for licking. I'm freaking talking chicken with Tucker.
All right, welcome back. That was Booker T and the MGs with Green Onions. You know that one? You'll know when you hear it. So we're live in Nando's. I now have a loyalty card from Nando's. Do you remember, I was going to ask you, do you remember our mate who were named Nameless who had one of these that just had all the stamps on and he was just selling them? And we both used them, right? So, Dude, I bought my own stamp. I bought my own stamp. That was, uh, that, you know, that was, that was too good to turn down. So, yeah. yeah we were, so we've both committed Nando's crimes and we're singing Nando's. We also have some sauces. So we have wild herb peri-peri and hot peri-peri, but that's not the best one, right? Well, I normally go for the wild herb, so this, this will do for me today. But I think a, a medium chicken with a wild herb peri sauce. And you're getting a quarter. I'm getting half. Half is standard. Do you want to say who you are then for this? You've heard this show before, right? I've never interviewed someone who's actually heard it. So you know what the end result's going to be. So why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm Tucker. I'm one of Steve's mates from when we were young. Uh, you're still young. Yeah, we're still young. We, I don't feel quite so young, but I guess Are we're still you? young. Yeah, yeah. You're only running a marathon. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm running the marathon. I got a kid on the way, so it's, yeah, it's two like <laughs> stressful, <laughs> stressful things going on. But yeah, um, the, yeah, the knees are hurting with the marathon training. Uh, but yeah, we've been friends for God, 25 years, I guess. No. From Pinner Park days. Yeah, 1984. We would have been three, and Watford would have been in the cup final. How long ago was that? But. Um, yeah, so we're here in my local Nando's to my work, where I've done Nando's fraud on many occasions with the old free chickens. I've been in arenas that are smaller than this. This is a big place. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we, we used to be in here three times a week with the old stamp card to uh, make sure we got our uh, whole chickens worth. But um, unfortunately, as you now know, Steve, they're electronic. So, um, yeah, the, so there's the, no way of fucking them over. Yeah, the free chicken doesn't roll quite as freely as it used to. So, um, oh well. All right, and we're going to talk about podcasts. All right, the chicken's here, so we'll be back in a minute. Can I take your order? Okay. Check it out, uh, yeah. Yo, I'm so excited that I came to eat at Nando's I'm nice and comfortable, I even wore my sandals So listen to me quickly, I'ma place a massive order And the food is so delicious, I can't make it any shorter Gonna start up with some appetizers Three chicken wings, red pepper dip, and a stack of pitas Give me the hummus with the pear pear drizzle in the middle And a little ratatouille and a tiny glass of pinot, that's it Wait, no, it's not. Something here seems off balance. I don't want to make this a mean raw ballad, but let me get the Caesar and the quinoa salad. I want the lemon herb chicken with the hot flag in it, so the ladies think I'm all bad with it. Give me spicy chicken livers, I can eat them with my fingers. I can wash them down with cloudy lemonade and the mango quencher in a churrasco thigh burger and a chicken butterfly that I can use to connect the dots. I want sauces, plainish, lemon herb, mango and lime, medium and hot, and also extra hot. And what else? I want the sweet potato wedges and the yummy portobello mushroom and a loomy wrap because I'm rapping till the audience is clapping. Man, these macho peas ain't gonna eat themselves. Give me the double chicken and Safina coleslaw. I'm sticking the peri chips in. So delicious, you and I are giving each other kisses. I'll be doing all the dishes. I'll be blinking and thinking. I think the chicken is great and wishes. I also need gelato and some naughty nattas custard tart and some bottomless drinks that I can bust apart. Here at Nando's, I can trust my heart. Here at Nando's, I can trust my heart. Now repeat that order back to me, please. Okay, but what's your table number? All right, we're back live, live in the chicken hub of Nando's, Southwark. We're post-chicken. The sauce is a wild herb, which is delightful. And hot peri-peri. This is available in Sainsbury's, isn't it? Yeah, it's expensive though, isn't it, when you go to Sainsbury's? You, like, the small bottles are like 10 quid or something. So. And it goes off. And it probably goes off, so yeah. I think it does go off. I think we had a bottle of it, used it once and threw it away. I think the secret is just stick one of those in your bag on the way out and happy days. We do have a big bag. This fella here as well, do you see how long he took to order? No, it wasn't him, he's the one in front. 
not, not, not the guy with the full-on tracksuit on a, yeah, on a Tuesday on. night in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think he's high? But either that or he's getting a lot of chicken. Yeah. So we're talking about podcasts. You were playing the Ricky Gervais podcast, right? When we went to Berlin. Is that yeah. it? That's the first podcast I ever heard. Yeah, yeah. How did you get into that? Uh, well, just basically just loved Ricky Gervais, but um, me too. Yeah, I remember, I'd never heard Carl Pilkington before until then. No, 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 same. But I remember, I remember when I started work actually. When I got my first job in the city post post uh, uni, I bought an iPod Mini. Yeah. And discovered that their thing called podcasts. Yeah. yeah a lot yeah. of people still don't even know what that thing is. Me, yeah, mental. I, I was talking to a guy, a guy the other day about podcasts. I think I said I was doing this podcast. And he was like, "What's a podcast?" It's like, dude, I've been having podcasts for like twelve years, man. How old is that guy? Yeah, like, like our age. Yeah, like you know what. Late twenties, you know. Uh, So yeah, it's kind of. I love it actually. Yeah. It's really good thing that's come into culture in the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. But so I mean, so back then, like Gervais was one of the first ones to really kind of force the podcast issue, wasn't he? Like, and I used to listen to those back to back just because they were hilarious. Whereas now you got, you know, then a lot more people started doing their own podcasts, like companies or like you know sports ones the BBC stuff like that. But that was its own thing though, because that was like they made a cartoon of it, right? Hello and welcome to the Ricky Gervais Show with me, Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant. Hello. And the little round-headed buffoon that is Carl Pilkington. Right. Wonder why they don't do it anymore. Do you uh, think? Uh, well, didn't like, don't do the Carl Pilkington. Don't sit down. Why don't they do it once a year just to chat for an hour? I wonder why they don't. Yeah, it would be good. But like Gervais and Merchant went their own ways, didn't they? I think when Gervais went off doing his old spiel at the Golden Globes or whatever. Yeah. That's when Merchant kind of distanced him, distanced himself from him. So yeah, they went their own way, and I think Pilkington had had enough of being, uh, be, you know, being bullied on air for the last you know, ten years or whatever. So um, yeah, shame, but yeah, it was great. Not some post delivered to me today. It was addressed. <laughs> To Mr. Dilkington. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Oh God! <laughs> I got some post delivered to me today. It was addressed to Mr. Dilkington. I opened it, and the first sentence read, "Dear Mr. K. Dilkington, you're one of our most valuable customers." I put it in the bin. Do you rate them all? What it, so, who's your favourite out of those three? Uh, well, I, I guess I guess Pilkington is the reason you listen, isn't he? But um, well, they bully him. They make him yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he the naturally the funniest guy? Uh, yeah, I think without knowing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like he's the one that comes up with all the stories you really remember and um, yeah. the stuff that if you talk and to your mates about the react, pod, the chemistry of the three. Because me and Emily are big fans as well, and I went round the world in 2009, and I'm the same. I was chaining it season after season. I might do it again actually. Gervais is. I think they're all good. Right. I think they're good writers. Those two, Gervais and um, Merchant. But Gervais sometimes in that podcast just bullies Pilkinson, doesn't it? Yeah, and he's yeah. talking about if you were gay. And all this. It's quite school-like, right? Yeah, it is. He's just he's trying to get a rise out of Pilkington all the time, isn't he? And I guess Merchant's trying to bring some... Yeah, I guess he's almost the anchor, isn't he? Trying to bring some kind of uh, stability to the pod. But, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an awesome dynamic. I was listening to it for, for years and years and years, as you say, like, chaining it. Yeah. Uh, and once I finished it, I'll go back and start again. And um, I used to irritate you boys in Berlin and whatever trips we were on, because I'd be listening to it late at night when everyone's trying to sleep. I'd be sticking on the podcast and, um, yeah, Gervais would be chuckling away. So, um... That was good. Yeah, yeah.
That's the first time I went to Berlin. It was, it's, a, it's a wicked city, isn't it? Do you like, still love it? Uh, I probably haven't been since I went with you, unless I went on a football oh, really? tour once. That was 2008. But I do remember you having. I remember we we had a bit of a late night. Got in about 5 a.m. Got up about 9 a.m. and you went straight to the Doner Kebab store and got, got a Doner Kebab. Did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breakfast. And we went to see Paul Weller. We went to see Paul Weller. Yeah. And we met chicks and everything. I think we had a good time, right? Yeah, that's all right. That's probably... Is that my favourite podcast of all time? But that's legendary. What's your favourite podcast of all time? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I think all time, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I wouldn't necessarily class that as a podcast now. That kind of... Like, at the start it was. But podcasts are very different now, aren't they? They're more kind of like... Um, I know, yeah. Kind of weekly chats between mates about, you know, yeah. whatever subject, whether it's football or the news or whatever, yeah. What's yeah. going on? Um, yeah, so the, the kind of genre's kind of change. You don't don't so much listen to famous people anymore, do you? You listen to kind of people oh. on our level or, yeah, or I don't know, journalists or whatever who are doing podcasts for The Times or The Guardian or whatever. So you like. were doing those ones. I bet ours are going to be completely different. So let's see your podcasts on your app. We'll chat about them. Just say what they are. Are you, are you sure? What, what, the ones I listen to? Yeah. So the, like, the thing is, like, podcast has overtaken uh, music for me. Has it? So, like, I've still got, still got Spotify, but I don't really listen to it because... You I don't buy music anymore. I, I haven't bought music for years because, one, because I wasn't listening to it too much, so because I, I, I do loads of podcasts instead, that takes up most of my time. But sometimes you can't listen to a podcast. Like, I don't listen to them at work or even in the morning because it unsettles my mood and, like... I need to be focused on what I'm doing. I can listen to a podcast when I'm chilling out. Or when I'm commuting home, I do it. A bit commuting, yeah, yeah. But yeah. You're, you're on a bike as well, yeah? You're listening to podcasts? Uh, not from riding. That's just silly when you're in London. Um, so you're not one of these pricks who has got the headphones on cycling around the West End? No, no. I'll... You're all for cycling, obviously. Absolutely. I'm in Holborn, but yeah... Let's get into this. What do you think about the cycle, the war between cyclists and motorists? Before we do this, well, cyclists are going to win. So, <laughs> oh, ultimately, in the fate of the earth. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that of course that's sustainable. They're going to win for that reason. But the other re- the reason they're going to win is because I build cycle infrastructure. So, I'm, all right. I'm, I'm just going to literally run those motorists out of town. So, uh, but what about the ones when they bang on the window of the car and that? That's a bit aggressive. It doesn't happen that much. Maybe, wow. uh, maybe there's your courier outside your place that does it. But if you look at cyclists now, most stop at red lights. Right. You know, most are good. Most observe the rules. There's still a few pricks out there, but um, yeah, there's more. There's more pricks who drive cars than cycle bikes. I admire. It to do it I couldn't do it in the morning it's a lot of stress cycling so my, my ride seven miles in the morning it's good clears your head gets you ready for the day ahead are you in a gym no right you don't believe in it cycling running that'll do and you were part of the Boris bike thing yeah and it was what do you think it was actually Ken that did it though right uh, yeah so uh, Red Ken Livingston came up with the feasibility idea for the London Cycle Highway do you like Ken uh, well I did I'm, uh, uh, he kind of fucked it up didn't he's, he he's what did he say now, about Hitler or something he fucked it up something like that yeah, yeah. but yeah he's been gone a while hasn't he but um, I met him in Rainers Lane once actually did you yeah yeah some Why? big um, I was at someone's leaving do or something and randomly Ken Livingston was there and um, where in Rainers Lane like a curry house or something do you know is it called the Zoroastrian Centre or something it's like it's opposite the Balti Hut basically so I think we bowled out the oh that big old cinema yeah yeah okay. so yeah we, we, we left the we bowled out the Balti Hut and went into this new this new place because someone was having leaving do and uh, yeah Ken was there having a having I a once saw dinner. two men fighting outside that with nunchuckers you know in the Harrowtown days I once saw a couple of guys like just everyone was just leaving them to it I was on my way to KFC to get a milkshake because there was a cricket game on it was too boring 
Um, but Ken Livingston was on a Blur track. Did you know that? I didn't. Which one? He's on a track called Arnold Sane. <laughs> so I think we better play that. I don't know how I remember that. It's from the album The Great Escape, which is part of the Britpop Wars. So some young listeners may not know but me and Tucker obviously do were you team Blur or Oasis? oh Oasis all, all day yeah. I was but Oasis haven't aged that well right? Uh, not physically the music uh, I, I don't know I, I do think... you check do you chill out and listen to like definitely maybe? Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, well, no, not really, because I'll, I'll have a podcast more than anything. Or if it's music, it tends to be new music that you hear, yeah, rather than the older stuff. But, have you uh, seen the Oasis documentary, um, Supersonic? Yes. I, I, do you know I haven't seen it, but I've been meaning to watch it for a while because I've got, I've got it at home. But um, me too. Yeah. I got it for Christmas. Yeah. But a, I don't have a DVD player. Or well, I could put it in my computer. But b, um, I don't know if I'm that interested. I was there. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess the thing as well is, is when you listen to old music now, I don't feel the same. I go. Pro- so it'd be like going to Motown or right. you know Stone, yeah. Stones or whatever. Yeah. You don't necessarily tend to or listen to the music when we were young. I'll go back further than that. So it's either really new stuff or really old stuff, and the bit in between. Yeah. Right. I was there, didn't I? All right. So this is Blur. Their last album was good. Did you hear it? Magic Whip. It's had its day. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I can't be bothered now. You know. You know when people start doing super bands and all that, it's like oh fuck off. No, but this album was good. Magic Whip by Blur. Can't no? be asked. Can't be asked. No. Yeah, like they, like you ditched them. Yeah, there's loads of good new musicians out there. Like, listen to their album instead. Yeah, yeah. Forget, forget old Asbies. Okay, so this is Blur. It's either Arnold Sane, which uh, features Ken Livingston, or it's one of their better songs. Back in two secs. Arnold Sane awoke from the same dream, in the same bed at the same time. Looked in the same mirror, made the same frown. Felt the same way as he did every day. And Earl Sane, same, same, same train, train same, the same stage, station, sat in the same, same seat, seat, with the same, same nasty stain, next to the same, same old boxes, on his way to the same place, with the same name, do the same thing again and again and again. Poor old So that was Blur. Um, 
just talking about Damon Albarn in the film Face. And we're talking about Ken Livingston and you launching the Boris bikes. You're the man behind it? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say I was the man behind it, but I, I, I built a lot of them. So um... You had the design. This is interesting for people to know. Uh, well, yeah, not, well, the design's kind of off the shelf. Like all, like, all the kit for this, for Paris, for all the schemes you see in London, New York, they're all bought from the same place. But this looks great on your CV. You were the, this, well, this was one of the first cities, Adam, wasn't it? Or was it not? The first major Western city, was it? Uh, Where did it start? Well, well, Paris was the first major Western city. That's, still, that's still the biggest, yeah. And then London is now second biggest in Europe. Um, and then New York follow. They've got them in every city now. Uh, well, they've they, they, they got them everywhere. So, like, the big thing in Cycle Heart at the moment is China. Like, China are bulldozing it. So, the top 20 Cycle Heart schemes in the world, China have 17 Chinese cities. And then and then it's Paris, London, and sort of somewhere else, maybe New York. I don't know. But, um, yeah, Amsterdam's so... Amsterdam's a big cycle city as well. Yeah, they don't do cycle high. Everyone has their own bike. So, you go to Amsterdam, you go to Copenhagen, wherever. Everyone just cycles on their own bikes. So, they don't really need cycle hire. Um, but, like, here it's been good. Like, it doesn't make... It doesn't making enough money for London we have to subsidise it through sponsorship and stuff uh, oh, so that's why there's city bikes it's city bank uh, oh no that's in America Santander Santander Cycles is now yeah yeah so it needs sponsorship but yeah we we built bloody loads of them and it's still how does it not make enough money why because the money you get charged for the re- for either for the annual fee or the daily fee or the uh, use it every half an hour and pay a quid or whatever it, it's not enough money to cover the operating cost of the scheme but um, then it has to be competitive otherwise no one will use it well, exactly, yeah, and I think there's been I think there's been quite a big drop since they put the prices up, anyway. So, um, yeah, but anyway, the big news is is that yes, yeah, so they try to have all those schemes. At 17, I think, of the top 20 in the world, they're gonna come to Europe soon, and they're basically gonna bulldoze our cycle hire out of business. So. Oh, there's a competitor, yeah, Chinese yeah. company. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it won't be so. Today. Well, the Chinese model's slightly different in that they don't have docking points. They just drop bikes wherever the fuck you want. They just litter the street. in the Thames. Yeah, yeah well, probably. Yeah. Sound... So you're going to go up against them, or you're not doing that anymore? You're doing the lanes. No, I, I'm not on it anymore. But but London will probably go up against them if they get permission to kind of basically blanket the city in, the, in their cycle high bikes. So it sounds like Uber again with the black cabs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And they're so cheap that a bit like Uber, they're going to try and drive the uh, competition out of town. So yeah, yeah. So uh, within it. I reckon a couple of years until that happens, but uh, yeah, because they're going to the Chinese going to pilot in Cambridge, I think, uh, later this year. So um, if that goes well there, and what's quite a big cycling city, then it won't be long before they've got their eyes on London. Mm. You don't have to wear a helmet. I asked you about this years ago, didn't I? Why don't you have to wear a helmet? It's not the law. No, there's never been any injuries or fatalities with that. Uh, there has, yeah. There's been, uh, well, just in general, was it three people died in London the other week cycling? But oh, so you don't have to. It's not the law. You don't have to wear a helmet if you're riding a. You do a motorbike though, right? Yeah, yeah. You do, you do a motorbike, but it's not the law to wear a helmet while cycling. So, um, yeah. I mean, like, like if I'm riding a Boris bike, I don't wear a helmet. But if I'm riding my road bike, then I will, because generally I'm going quicker. Uh, it's a bit more, bit more dangerous. But yeah, no, you don't have to wear one. And is there, have you got any funny stories about people on the bikes, what's happened in the early days? People were nicking them, people caught on CCTV shagging on them or anything like that? Uh, plenty of stories of me and my mates getting pissed on them. You, you must have been drunk. I was, um, I remember the night before I moved to America, about 2010, 11, I was, um, I was waiting for a visa and I got it and I went out on the lash. You, I think you were there, definitely, because I was on a Boris bike. And I remember riding across like Euston, like some massive, ridiculous, Junction and just falling off it, and um, oh, so there was yeah, that. Do you remember that? That was with um, 
Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. We're by Euston. We just come up. Uh, That's when they were first coming out. We just come up Tottenham Court Road. Yeah, and hung a right. And as we heard a right, you stacked it massively. Like you, I think you hit the curb and went down. Were you on one? Uh, I think I, was, I think I, we only had one. So I was like running behind to catch you up, and I come around the corner just saw you laid out in the middle of the road with like buses going going round you and all all sorts of shit. So um, yeah. See yeah. and like. There's no rule against getting fucked up, and so if I had another ten drinks tonight, I could cycle right all the way back home. You're not supposed to, but I there's no rule against it. Well, it's drink driving, isn't it? It is drink driving, yeah. Same rule applies. Points on your license, yeah, if you get caught. So, um, so it's the same rule for a cyclist. Yeah, same rule, yeah. All right, so let's have a look at your podcasts. See what's going on. So I split I split my pods into two, which is generally the football pods I listen to because I'm still a big football fan. And How I'm, do you do that? Split them into two. This is not an iPhone, though. No, this is a Galaxy, right? Uh, yeah, this is Android. So just just general podcast. That I've got Acast, so I use another one called Pod Player, I think. So you've got five live world football. Uh, yeah. What's the one you listen to without fail? Uh, well, football-wise, is yeah, football. Let's do football first. So there's a, there's one called the big interview with Graham Hunter, who's a, uh, a Scottish journalist who moved to Spain, okay. uh, and he does a lot of uh, he interviews players or people in the world of football who he, who he respects, basically. Okay. So what, uh, so they're in Spain? No, no, no they're, they're they're all over, but he gets good access to, to say foreign speakers who speak English. So let's say guys like Mendieta or um, uh, people like that. So uh, you're a Euro football guy. So this is Serie A stuff and all of that Bundesliga. Uh, it's him, it's him interviewing whoever he interviews so you get like a wide spectrum so there's a lot of Scots on there given he's Scottish so he's you know Strachan's on there um, he's, you never used to like Alan Hansen right he was the big Scottish pundit of the last 20 years uh, Hansen was alright he's better than some of the dross that's on there now fuck me so. who's on there now Shearer Shearer Keown Jenis Danny Murphy Jesus Christ what about Roy Keane what do you think Roy Keane is a pundit because he gets the YouTube hits man because he says for fuck's sake they're assholes I would kill him in the ass fit with me he, well, he doesn't say that much colourful language but what do you think of Keane uh, yeah he has his moments uh, I, I like Keane when he's quite downbeat everyone's euphoric at a good result and he's like picking holes in all the bad play which I, I quite like so um, and Ian Wright what do you think of him nah Ian, dressed in tweed no, yeah just, just ticking boxes isn't he on that so uh, what earning the money yeah, that's it what about Merson on uh, you watch uh, Soccer Saturday right uh, no not really because I normally go to games or I, I'd rather what, do anything than watch you're not into Jeff Stelling uh, Je- yeah Jeff's alright but you know uh, oh, he's got a suntan <laughs> indeed yeah, uh, yeah. your dad watch Soccer Saturday no he, no he wouldn't be allowed he's got like too many jobs around the house to do uh, my dad watches ma- it like, ma- you know ma- ma- Mother Tucker's calling the shots so really yeah no chance no chance same with me but I am always I, it, people have got used to the concept but do you remember when it first came out Watch other men in suits watching a game and making orgasmic noises when someone scores, and then watch a load of adverts for razors. So, so I remember being in Germany. It wasn't with you; it was a different time. But chatting to a German guy yeah. and talking about the concept of watching other people watching a football game, <laughs> and he couldn't grasp it. Did they not do it over there. No, because because there's there's no rule that says you can't not show TV at three uh, football at three o'clock on a Saturday. So he kept just asking me, "Well, why don't you just put the game on?" And I was like, "No, no, no, we can't watch the game." We have to watch other people watching it, and he and he said, "Well, I would just put the game on." I was like, "Dude, I can't put the game on." But at this point, if you wanted to find it online, you could, right? You, well, you can now, yeah. So particularly, because I'm a Watford fan, so seeing Watford in the Premier League now, you can get on any old channel on a Saturday afternoon. So, um, and uh, I used to go to a pub called the Yakutan in Stoke Newington with Rimbo, and he, you know, they had about six different. It was like a lock stop type pub. It was rough, but they had like six different screens, and they had every fucking game on at three o'clock. 
Happy days, man. Like, like being in the States. So you can find it. Yeah, I used to like watching football in the States because um, there was none of the nonsense. Because I still love the game of football. You know, and there was just Warren Barton was the only pundit for every game. Now he's got a suntan, hasn't he? Yeah. Barton. Li- yeah. Yeah, li- uh, living the LA life, isn't he? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I used to like watching the game and not having any of the nonsense around it. Like, oh, you're a, you're a fan of it. You know, the kind of uh, tribal, argumentative culture of it and the like tabloids. So I used to like that in America, just watching the game. And it would be on at like 10 a.m., the 3 o'clock game. And yeah, it would be on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good, good start to the day, right? Get up, crack a beer open, watch the football. That's the last time I watched a lot of football was in the States and now since I'm back here I don't really watch it I don't have Sky Sports though I don't have BT do you have all that? Nah that's what the pub's for Okay Okay so Five Lives World Football your favourite is the guy from Scotland who's in Spain interviewing people Yeah yeah, Graham Hunter if you were going to check out our football podcast Graham Hunter or the Football Ramble is your more down to earth podcast it's just like four mates sitting around talking about football and then they got quite big like loads of people started listening now they're all trying to get media careers out of it so And what fans Ronnie and Ramage eh? is your one yeah that's it so I'm I'm one of the pundits on the Ronnie and Ramage podcast so um, it's aimed it's aimed just at Watford um, yeah. well there's Watford fans out there uh, yeah there's about four of us I think at least so uh, yeah yeah I mean, if you could get it on the Tannoy system at Watford on a Saturday you might get like 10,000 listeners at once uh, depends how much you want to yeah I mean we don't really get 10,000 in the stadium let alone uh, get it a... really what's the capacity well, we do. Drive? it's about 20,000 now uh, yeah. yeah is the five live one any good uh, so the Five Live is a world football phone-in. So yeah, you get you get foreign experts talking about football abroad. So yeah, South America, Japan, China, Africa. What do you think of Stan Collymore? Uh, was a good player. Wasn't so good in Basic Instinct 2. Uh, oh, you've seen Basic Instinct 2. <laughs> Would you still bang Sharon Stone? At 50 or whatever she is. <sighs> You'd have to, wouldn't you? Yeah, you have to. She's fucking hot in Basic Instinct 1, right? Yeah, I was chatting to some... I've got a guy who works with me at the moment. He's 21. I think I talked to him about it, about... Um, we were talking about like old films and he hasn't seen Basic Instincts. It's actually a good film. It was like, right. It was When right. you first watch it, when you, I remember I was... Uh, 14. We must yeah, it was 14. like this is a wank fest yeah. when you're watching it with other mates and we're all like 14. I remember Basic Instinct, that was the first time I didn't watch Match of the Day on Saturday night because Basic Instinct was on the other channel. And I was like, this is... And then we, we met up for football in the morning and normally all the boys are talking about... Yeah, so we were 14, they're talking about Match of the Day, you know, what, did anyone see oh, what, it? everyone watched it. And everyone was talking about Basic Instinct, everyone. <laughs> it was legendary. So uh, It's yeah. still pretty hot. Yeah. It's one of the hottest films. Paul Verhoeven also did Robocop, right? And, um, and Starship Troopers. I don't really see Starship Troopers, but... And Showgirls, didn't you do that as well? Yes, Showgirls! What happened to that girl that was in Saved by the Bell? Yeah, Saved by the Bell, yeah, yeah. No one happened. And there's a scene where in Showgirls where she starts shagging like Carl McLaughlin or whoever that was, some TV actor. Is that him? Is that exactly him? I've got a weird encyclopedic brain for crap actors. And like she starts, she's like a fish. She's like kind of like just overacting during the sex. This is where it's not good for it because I'd love to show that if this was a TV show, I'd love to show that clip. But also, what I was thinking a minute ago is that podcasts are good for those shows that used to be on Sky, where it is just five journalists sitting around talking about. Do you remember that show? Is that still on? Sunday Supplement, yeah. Still for football, it's still going on. Yeah, yeah. Sky's had its day, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have Sky again. I cancelled Sky, and now I have Now TV. Uh, yeah, well, we got like we've got Netflix, we've got Now TV box. So oh, you have Now TV? Yeah, well, we've we, I've got like a hacked Now TV box, so I can stream stuff. But yeah, if not Netflix, like you don't really need live TV do you anymore. So, but not Netflix is no good for sport. 
Uh, Why don't they Netflix announce a sports wing, a sports service? Yeah, yeah. Well, you've you seen Facebook are bidding for football rights now. So from really? about yeah three four years time, I think Facebook are going to like I don't think the UK, but they're going to start showing other domestic uh, domestic leagues. Yeah, but the Premiership's ka-ching. They're watching the Premiership in the Far East and South America and that. So yeah, yeah, they will they'll want it. Yeah, well, yeah, like yeah, they will eventually. Yeah, those TV rights are sold up for now, but when they become available, you'd expect the likes of Facebook to go after them. So that'd be depressing. It? Yeah, because they're trying to. Oh, you're not on Facebook. That's another question. So you quit Facebook. When did you do that? What year? Uh, it's annoying me. The actual when you do that, you can see the thing. Anyway, I'll that way up. Um, so yeah, you fit. You quit Facebook quite early. Why and how and what was that like? Uh, well, my mum joined Facebook, <laughs> and that so it. that was it. So my mum and auntie, rather than phone me or text me, whatever they wanted to tell me, would just write yeah. on my wall. So right. I like. I remember. Right. I remember. Yeah. yeah so tag you in something. That's it. Tag you. Tag you in a picture of a giraffe or something. Tag you in everything. Put up photos from when you were kids. Uh, right. Check you into every restaurant you went to with your mum, and then my, like my auntie, you um, just was like. So you were trying to be cool, but you weren't single, so it didn't really matter, did it? Uh, it's still mad. It's still a pain in the ass, isn't it? And then, <laughs> yeah. And then, like my auntie started writing things on my wall, like, um, you know, can you change the Hoover bag before our next round? Because uh, she's changed now. Facebook, you don't get that sort of thing. Well, the, the Facebook now just get pictures of food and babies, don't you? Yeah, and people share things and political opinion, and they try to show off about their life, similar to Instagram. Yeah, I just couldn't be asked. It just t- took too much time. You know, you know, you kind of before you know it, you've been there a, an hour looking at what your mates are up to. It's like so you didn't oh, feel yeah. like you were missing out on anything. No, Have no, brilliant. No, no, no. Well, you know. If people want you to go, they phone you, right? Real world, yeah. Text you. Yeah. I think Facebook want you to be on the messenger because everyone's on WhatsApp with your real mates. Everyone's in a group with their real mates, right? So Facebook now is, yeah, just your mum tagging you in a picture from the 80s or, oh, look, he's had a baby. Great. You can look at that for the next 10 years. Yeah. Um, but that's an interesting thing because it's fucking up the world, right? social media plus there's loads of you know people add you and you're like we weren't friends in the old days no. like why are you trying to add me now so like I've unless got... it was a girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah unless you suddenly quite fit you're like oh yeah. I'll, I'll add her but uh, yeah I, I kind of got to the point where I'm friends with the people I'm probably going to be friends with for the next however many years yeah. I don't need to go search for any other old mates so fuck it let, let's the go. golden days of Facebook for me when I was single like 2007 to 9 I didn't have to get a phone number of some bird in America just had to know that her name was some Jewish surname like and then I'd look at her bikini photos from two years before yeah that's when it was good I think it matters as well if you're in another country so Emily's on it now she wouldn't like anyone to know that but she's connected to all the girls that are in a sorority or whatever you know it's changed isn't it yeah yeah, like I guess with my sister-in-law as well coming over from America that's a good way for her to keep touch um, but I'll tell you what I did like I did like MySpace me too yeah so MySpace I was like a celebrity musician on MySpace I had like 10,000 plays that, I used to put a new song up and it would get like thousands of plays yeah yeah. yeah you think about like how beneficial that was like I remember when the, was it like mid 2000s MySpace was around and, like yeah. in terms of like loads of bands I listened to at that time like the Maccabees Claxons all that found them mainly through my, uh, MySpace yeah so yeah and then yeah so, as you say you had your music up there I used to find it amusing looking at I remember you had the one stalker bird who kept commenting on every song you put up and yeah. all that and, I love that though yeah yeah uh, like you know um, they fucked it up MySpace that could have become a record label well Facebook killed it didn't it as soon as Facebook kind of took off yeah. basically what happened 
like all the birds started going on Facebook so all the guys went on Facebook yeah. so they're like yeah we need to chase these girls yeah. everyone stopped using MySpace because like MySpace was bands and your mates on it Yeah. and then Facebook just took all the mates element away from MySpace then people just were like eh, well we'll just use Facebook now so but uh, it was a good thing for, it was almost what the music, music industry could have taken that and gone somewhere with that I don't know it's like a place that was like um, separate from because the problem with the music business for me is the business so that was like an organic stream there of people that were good or putting up their own music and mate, I don't know and then Justin Timberlake bought it or something nothing happened still well, like the best thing about MySpace my I think was how basic it was and how you know yeah. you could just go on there play a song look at someone's bio yeah. happy days and then yeah, didn't, yeah Timberlake bought it and then tried to jazz it up massively and yeah it didn't really work did it but now it just crashes your computer and like whenever we release a new album or something I try to I try to log into it on this last album I thought okay I'm going to put a couple of songs on a new album on it but it had a licensing agreement which I was, I was a bit fishy about the ownership of the music and stuff like that you know so I didn't sign it and I haven't logged in since for a couple of years I, don't, I haven't even logged into it for a couple of years and I used to get a lot of action on there yeah, it's a shame isn't it because you think yeah you think um, like I guess you have to put your music on Spotify now and stuff and try yeah. and get hits on there whereas yeah, MySpace you get people listening all the time it was um, and, and we weren't getting paid as artists from MySpace but you know Spotify you get paid but it's almost an insult you get 0.0002p per play and that's if the Beatles or Led Zeppelin haven't uploaded their entire catalogue that day because it's all done on a market share thing so nobody's making any money from Spotify like I think Lady Gaga or Taylor Swift or something got like a hundred million plays in a month from Spotify and got paid like two grand <laughs> you know so um, anyway so do not play a Lady Gaga song Whatever. no what's your favourite song from the MySpace days and we'll play that oh, uh, do you, you discover on MySpace you know i tell you who I discovered on MySpace uh, this is a blast in the past Jack Pinate. okay so uh, yeah perhaps we'll play Jack Jack Panate. Oh yeah, Jack Panate as we thought he was called back then. But yeah, yeah. What's the song? Torn on the platform. Okay, is that about being beaten up on the, the underground? No, it's about uh, missing London whenever he left London. So, uh, and it's also the only one I can remember the name of off the top of my head. So yeah. Jack Pinate. Here he is. Isn't a pinata something that you hang on a? Um, it's a pinata. On the fridge. Once more, just. Before I'm leaving Torn on the platform Once more just before I'm leaving Torn on the platform Cause I miss you And I love you And I know this is over for now Cause I miss you, oh, how I miss you You're not my girl, you're my town A weekend away, leave the city today the big smoke to leave me behind The train leaves at two Platform three, Waterloo Fifty feet to the tram makes me feel kind I get a good seat 
with the window mafia Are up on the one in front everyone stares But why do they care? Like there's feelings in chairs Stuck for three hours until I get there Cause ice, ice, ice are not dry, dry, dry As I realize, lies, lies That in a few minutes the train will be gone Side, 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 city flies, flies, flies Wonder why, why, why Would anyone want to live where I come from? I'm turned on the platform Right, welcome back. This episode is sponsored by Nando's. We're still in Nando's. Recommend half a chicken with the wild herb, peri-peri sauce, chips and salad. Salad one. You didn't go for the super grains, did you? There's like a new super grain side on the menu. But... Next time, let's read the super grain. Oh no, they only put dessert menus on the, on the table. Alright, so there's a hipster element to the... Nando's sides. But anyway, yeah, um, so sponsored by Nando's and we're sponsored by Sennheiser headphones. Hey. And, and the reason is, um, I have the ear, but they're the best sounding headphones, but they do, I think I listen to music quite loud and they go, you know how they go in one ear. So I'm going to go back to Argos this week at some point and try and swap them again. You know, you get a two year guarantee when you buy headphones now, unless they're like two quid. These are like 20 quid headphones. Are you, you still shop in Argos? I thought Argos was like the new Woolworths. I thought it was like- There's one in Holborn right near my work. Right. And um, no, I'm not an Argos culture guy. Mind you, it's quite funny at this point, right? Yeah, I, I kind of haven't thought about Argos for years. I thought it was kind of, yeah, it was just like one of those high, it was like Curry's, or is Curry still going? Is that PC World now, isn't it, or something? It's, it's like PC World. Yeah, and Woolworths. So, you know, all those shops you have when we younger, you kind of think they're not there now. And Woolworths is gone. Yeah. W8 Smith is next. W8 Smith is going, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because they're still selling CDs and DVDs. And they try to sell you the chocolate bar when you, even if you're buying chewing gum, you go like, chocolate, two pounds. It's like, don't want chocolate, man. Yeah. Or when you get if it's not in IP, then you might say, go on, I'll have that. But... Or when you get on a flight and they're selling you water for six pounds or something. But the, the problem with W8 Smith is they're selling DVDs, CDs, books and newspapers like yeah. all the things you can get on your phone now right so see they need an online portal an app and there's an incentive they need more old people to go in their shops and we're running out of old people aren't we so uh, you know okay so Sennheiser yeah I'm going to try and change my headphones and you know for free so if they do it they will remain a sponsor I'm not sure they care right imagine if they'd actually given me like 10 grand or just a free pair of headphones that'd be good um, so now we're going to go through your podcast non-football version yeah, yeah. So a few, a few non-football ones on it. Um, the ones that aren't on it, perhaps start with that. Have you done cereal, Steve? Is that This American Life? Yeah. Okay, so I have it on my, you'll see in a sec, but I've never listened to it. I know it's the number one podcast in the world, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not like a weekly thing. They did 12 episodes in season one about a case, a guy who went down for murder, and they were trying to prove he was innocent. Oh, this is different to what I'm talking about then. So this is what everyone's talking about in my work, so it's kind of like making a murderer type thing, yeah, yeah. but a podcast. That's it, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a true, true case about a guy who goes down and his mum gets in touch with a journalist to say, look, can you help me help... Uh, 
help me prove my son's innocence. And the journalist goes about trying to do it, and I won't. We'll leave it there in case, uh, in case you do want to listen to it. Um, I and probably then, will. And then season two, so everyone went mental for season one, and then season two, I actually thought it was a lot better. I didn't think season one was that good. Okay. Uh, and season two, they talk about a guy who's uh, serving for the states. He's like in the Marines. He's in Afghanistan, uh, and he leaves his post to prove a point, and he gets captured by the Taliban. Well, so uh, this is a different story altogether. Season two, completely different story. Yeah, completely different. Uh, and it was really, really good. Um, and it's and it was kind of um, also because it was it was in the news like when I was listening kind of six months ago it was kind of relevant as well so okay. uh, yeah, it's, it's worth a listen yeah yeah but I say it's it's I guess the biggest known podcast if someone says podcast they're like oh yeah serial right okay. but it, it's good yeah it's worth a listen um, alright what else we got uh, so criminal What's that? Criminal, yeah, so like a lot of crime podcasts I do, so criminal kind of every week, every fortnight, take a different kind of case uh, and look at it, kind of like some little thing, some big thing, some... So this is like the future of CSI on all those shows, it's just audio. Uh, is it fiction or is it real? No, it's real, yeah, yeah. So you're into crime? Uh, yes, well... Are you a criminal? Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, just a, a woman who hosts her podcast and she talks about a particular crime and like tries to dissect it and stuff, so okay. yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, um, now this is a good one my dad wrote a porno I've heard of this yeah about 15 different people have sent me this and I still haven't listened to it yeah so apparently I, it's run out of steam now well so this is it so I've only just started it I kind of again it's like, funny yeah it was another series it was like everyone's talking about it so I was like right forget it I'll listen to it whenever I want to listen to it I don't like it when people are like oh you have to listen to it so yeah, yeah I always want to decide myself I only trust Emily actually yeah. with we, the podcast if, if, we, if we all jumped on the bandwagon we would have read Fifty Shades of Grey as well right so no. fuck that yeah, um, exactly. so, so yeah I've just started listening to my dad wrote a porno I think I'm about three episodes in but it is, it's really good right. so if it continues I, as you say I, we think it runs out of steam but where I'm at the moment it's hilarious so um, it's well worth a listen yeah right, why haven't I got that I should have that by now uh, right and then we've got we've got a Steve Mayo show we've got Steve Mayo show we've got yeah. this do you think I should change my cover photo uh, no I like the parrot parrot's good have you seen the picture of me asleep with the sausage rolls in front of me that might be the next one is that a sausage roll from um, Wenzel's? No, they're actually veggie sausage rolls oh. from Linda McCartney. Because did you know, I, I didn't notice until recently, Wenzel's is only like a North London thing. Yeah, it was only in Harrow till about yeah, and then five then years ago. Then now they're all along the Met line, so the most central one is... Um, Baker Street but now they're starting to move into Brent and all that if Wendell's did bananas and some real orange juice it is just a sweet shop really it is badness so they, they do do a, yeah, like a nice baguette and a sausage roll Sometimes the actual bread is my favourite bread in the world their French stick um it really is. Like Emily likes it as well, and she knows all her Jewish breads and that. Yeah, I normally go for a like a granary baguette coronation chicken if I'm in Wenzel's. I'm chicken salad, but the granary bread has gone downhill a bit. It's now a bit. It's like you bite into it, and it's like air. It's, it's like kind of hollow. You don't have white bread though, do you? No. Yeah, because do you remember like I remember being younger. Like remember when we were at uni? Yeah. And you'd go down the shop and you'd buy like a seven p value loaf of white bread and twenty fish fingers for fifty p, and that was dinner. Like, <laughs> and like now you pay like 120 for a loaf of bread but you get like a nice granary farmhouse something didn't you, you yeah know? i was on brown bread pretty early actually yeah, I but i was brought up on buttery white sandwiches which yeah. are fucking disgusting with one slice of ham in them my parents still have that like you go around the house and my dad is still on the white bread with the with the gallons of butter it's like dad what are you doing i know it's just weird, isn't it? right. but you're not going to change those habits you know you can't teach an old dog new tricks can you no. so yeah, I tried to get my dad using like PayPal recently. Fuck me. Yeah. What what a jaw that's been. So we got my show, 
What else we got? Uh, stranglers, Her Stranglers. What, the band? Uh, yeah, no, the podcast is about the, it's like dissecting the Boston Stranglers case, so like 12 no, episodes. It's, it, it could be pretty good if there wasn't so many adverts on it, like the amount of times that woman's tried to sell me a mattress. Is it American? Yeah, it's getting ridiculous What's the mattress now. called? Oh, I forget now. Eat I've, mattress or something. I think I might have heard that as well. But yeah, like she's got one herself. She's slept on it for 100 days. It's amazing apparently. So um, she's just getting on. I, I suppose what they're going with is you're never going to sleep on a mattress for three months and then take it back. Yeah. So it's kind of a hollow, like you're going to have to pay to get it removed and all this shit. And there's got to be a deposit, oh, I bet. Well, they, they pick it up for free. It's 100 days, no questions asked. But um, are you really going to give it back after that? Yeah, particularly if you pissed it or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so have yeah. you ever pissed the bed? Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have actually. Yeah, about about four weeks ago, I think. This uh, is more like the normal show now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, come on, everyone's pissed the bed. Have I been in the bed when someone else has pissed it? Absolutely not. No. Are women? Oh, either. Yeah. You've had a woman piss the bed. No, I've, I've, I've been on football tours where we've been like ended up two in a bed. Right. And uh, oh, whoever I've been sharing with us. What like, happened? So what, you was on you? Well, you, like you wake up and your leg was feeling a bit, bit wet and a bit warm, and you got to get out of the bed quick, smart. So, um, did it, how did they repay you for that? Uh, oh, it's more how I repaid them, wasn't it? Like, oh, you pissed on them? Well, he, no, he pissed the bed when I was in it. Yeah, so he owes you. Well, yeah, well, I, more I owed him a beating or some kind, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You beat him. Ne- you hit him. Needless to say, everyone got told about it. He, yeah, he was quite embarrassed. But, oh, so you got your wine back in your own way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I can go one worse than that. I was in a bed once when someone shut the bed. So we were at Benicassine Festival, and uh, do, do you remember a guy called Touche? Little guy you play football with. No, the fact his name's Touche. Touche, yeah. Sounds like the sort of guy who shits the bed. Jamie Touche, but basically he shut, I think he just farted and followed through. <laughs> And, um, but this was in the middle this was about five in the morning when we were all like fucked from the night before so basically what transpired and I didn't realise at the time but he just got up and got a towel and put a towel over it and got back into bed and then the next morning when we all properly got up for breakfast we realised what had happened um, so yeah okay so that's about it right that's kind of about it yeah like, crime it's like kind of three or four podcasts a week is takes up a you know, few hours isn't it on the commute or uh, when I'm out running or whatever so yeah but you don't listen to all of them every episode do you uh, well, so, like, if it's a good season, I'll like, save them up. Like, a bit like with the old Gervais days, I'll just save them up and, and you Is know, Gervais on there? chain smoke them. Uh, no, I wouldn't really class them as a podcast now. I've got what about one. Steve Austin's podcast? Where's that, man? Yeah, I, I gave it a go, but... Now we're going to see my ones. All right. He started in a small town in Texas. Worked his ass off to become one of the most famous wrestlers of all time. We're going to take care of business tonight, and that's the bottom line. Austin starts his podcast with a whole advert thing, and I was like, There's a lot of adverts. So you can skip, but you're cycling, so you can't skip. That's it. Right. So I have Ronnie and Ramage. But you've listened to what? what? I've listened to two episodes. <laughs> I haven't completed either of them because like, I got lost in the football. See, this is the yeah, thing. They're like, an hour and a half long. So for me and you, we have long podcasts, and they say. they but say it's like half an hour of music in mind. Yeah, yeah, but they, they say you should only have a podcast like 25 minutes long. But I, I, I like the longer podcast. Yeah. Because basically, if I'm out running or whatever, or commuting, like you commute for about an hour that's a podcast for me whereas if, you, if, if they're too short I, I get a bit frustrated I like, I like a bit of depth I think 45 minutes is good but I'm playing music so I, I know I'm but I'm a music guy and like I think it works with my I always wanted to be a DJ so 
Alright, so I've got Tiny Desk Concerts from NPR Music. That's so a video one. So they're videos, yeah. yeah. That's quite new. All songs considered. You know, a couple of my favourite people have released yeah. albums recently. Ryan Adams. So um, it's still Connor very, Oberst. still very music based to what I'm yeah. seeing it. Serial, I think, is what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah that's it, yeah. So I haven't even listened to it, but it's there. Yeah. Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast, <laughs> where they talk about each film. So, I oh, watched, so it's not, Sly's not got his own pod, they're talking no. about No. So I, I watched Creed recently, you seen that? Uh, yes, I have, yeah. He's, he, good. Yeah, but he's looking old, isn't he? Of course, yeah. yeah. He's the same yeah, age as Mick is in Rocky One. Yeah, and he's that's 70. the dude in Creed, the Creed son. Is yeah. the guy from Friday Night Lights? Right, I've seen, seen that. Lights. This which is the first thing I've seen him in. Which is good, yeah. Good, that, that was good. Like good five series of like easy watching American football, uh, high school stuff. But um, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, so he's, it's a TV show. It's great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like yeah, yeah okay. generic box that you get on Netflix. Rather. Well, I recommend Slycast. <laughs> and then I've got the New York, the New Yorker Radio Hour, which comes from Emily, and it's had it had Springsteen on it. It's had like. Arnold Schwarzenegger to talk about politics. Talk to me about the Jim Cornette experience. I had the Jim Cornette experience. Jim Cornette is a wrestling, wrestling guy. Yeah. He's very opinionated. There must be something about the Southern voice I like because I've got Steve Austin as well. Yeah. I've got Chris Jericho's podcast. Steve Austin's got two. One's with swearing and one's without. They're both good. What I like with Steve Austin is that he'll be there with his wife at the beginning and they'll just talk about the dogs and like some guy cut him up driving around LA and stuff. I just like the American element. Because like I was saying to you, was I saying to you earlier? They're just quite positive Americans and like there's less cynicism and like they're selling you shit half the time. But I like listening to it, I don't know why. The other day we was heading out from Los Angeles, had about a 45 mile drive in traffic. I mean, this is bad traffic. It's rush hour traffic, cars everywhere. The 405 is about, how many, four or five lanes? It's about five lanes. And so we're heading out. And all of a sudden, I turned to my right and said, what the fuck? There's some guy that looks like Benjamin Franklin. He looked like a young Benjamin Franklin. I think the dude was about 60 years old. Long gray hair, kind of frazzled looking. And to some bitch, he wasn't texting while he was driving. He was reading the motherfucking newspaper. It was unbelievable. And then he was flipped it over and folded it, and he started looking to the other side like it wasn't nobody's business. And not once, my wife Kristen is sitting beside me as I tell the story, not once did this son look at the goddamn road, did he? And so I was over almost in the fast lane. I was in the next lane to the fast lane, and Kristen wanted me to slow down so she could take a picture of him. And then I just wanted to honk my horn at him, roll my window down, and say, get your fucking eyes on the road. Or don't read the fucking newspaper. And you still uh, drinking JR's barbecue sauce? Not as much as I want. You heard the barbecue I episode, did, yeah. right? It didn't rank well among the barbecue sauces. No, I didn't mind that. I thought you guessed. Have it. you had it? Uh, I haven't, no, but from listening to you. It guys, is a good sauce. Perhaps that's one that should be on the list. Yeah. AmericanSoda.co.uk, you can get it delivered for a fiver or something. Um, and it is a good sauce. Like. I put it on pizza quite a lot, barbecue sauce. Do you do yeah, that? I quite like a chicken and barbecue pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I normally damn vegetarian when I go pizza. I think they're better. But if I'm ordering, I think that too. But we if had I had a veggie pizza last night. Yeah, yeah. But if it's like if it's like a, a dirty one, like a Domino's or a Pizza Hut or whatever, I normally get a chicken barbecue one. See, I don't do. I don't do that. But my you, like, my brother get, does that a lot. Like twenty bones for a pizza. Yeah. If you get a nice one, if you're out, you have a nice. You know, if you're Franco Manca or whatever, or you have a nice pizza around town, then yeah. a nice vegetarian's the way to go. There's a veggie pizza in Sainsbury's. 
only 90p and it is actually good and it's you know veg good snack anyway um okay so i have a lot of wrestling podcasts and the reason is is that it's good escapism for me did you see batista was in the last bond wasn't he yeah he was the bag and he was good right he didn't speak i think they said right just don't let him speak batista's a good bond baddie and the rock is like the biggest action star in the world so these guys are entertaining is the rock still action doesn't he do like cheap comedies now with Stephen Merchant I haven't seen a lot of The Rock's films actually have you? Uh, no I remember watching The Mummy he was always great which was alright yeah like The Rock was a brilliant wrestler wasn't he but um, he was a great entertainer films. but I tell you, yeah his film The Tooth Fairy he stars alongside Steve Merchant who we mentioned earlier oh, okay. and then Merchant goes on better than that Merchant is in the uh, in Logan the latest Wolverine film yeah Merchant is mates with The Rock I've seen that on Twitter yeah 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 so yeah Merchant's out doing his LA thing now isn't he he had his own little series based in LA or whatever did you rate that uh, I thought it was alright because basically like that the girl was pretty fit right uh, the Irish looking girl I can't remember now the main girl is uh because it was a, a sort of serial show of his stand-up Hello Ladies it's a serial show of the stories he tells on the podcast yeah. so like the, so he was always like that embarrassing yeah, yeah. things about himself so I think there's an episode where he doesn't get into the club where they won't let him in um, he does that in the show yeah, well, he, yeah he tells that story on the, um, on, the, on the podcast yeah so, so a lot of it I was watching and it was obviously been Americanised but it was yeah brings back the memories of cracking up on the tube listening to um, yeah. the Ricky Gervais podcast yeah 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 man um, so I've tried to excuse her why I've got wrestling podcast and I think that works but it's just escapism for me because it's so far from London I've got WTF you heard that before with Mark Maron Are we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Ow! What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. So, this guy interviews all the rock gods. He does it from his garage. This is one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Nora Jones, Bruce Springsteen, Lena Dunham... Will Arnett, Ryan Adams, Steve Jones, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton just died, actually, and he was on that. Um, so that's the big show. It's interviews, American rock. So, so like, you like your wrestling and your... Music. And your music podcast. This is a mod I've one. Got, I've got crime and um, I've got the Janice Forsyth show, BBC Radio. I've got Desert Island Discs. Yeah, Beckham was on Discs, wasn't he, recently? Have you heard that? I haven't heard that. I heard I the Bruce one, the uh, Noel Gallagher. So if you had to recommend one of these podcasts... Which one is it? Uh, I like the Steve Austin show, man. <laughs> When's the Rock going to do a podcast? I listen to that. Oh, it's too busy, isn't it? Or, um, have you seen there's, a, there's an app called The Rock Clock? Yeah, so I've heard about yeah, this. He, he, he will wake you up. Stay. I have heard about that. <laughs> no, or WTF, I quite like. It's good interviews, but, you know... Now, here's the next thing. Before we go to the next thing, I better play a song. We're running out of time, even though this is an endless thing. Um, what have we been talking about? Is there a song you want to play? We just had Jack Pinate. What, what We've had... We were talking about that Weller song from uh, the film Face. Okay. Everything's got a price to pay, is it, or something? Here's Paul Weller for the first time on the show. Okay, this is an unprecedented interlude to say that Paul Tucker has requested the song Everything Has a Price to Pay by Paul Weller, which I actually bought on the original single, which I believe was brushed in 1997, Emily. Okay. Okay. But instead, I'm going to play 
his new song, which is The Ballad of Jimmy McCabe, um, which is from his new album, which is on the soundtrack to the film Jawbone. Anyway, I wanted to use this as an interlude to say that where um, me and Emily are at the Chilton House. What's it called? Chilton Firehouse? Yep. Um, and I'm being eavesdropped by the um, bartender at the moment, but um, we are officially dicks now because I just ordered two gin, Tanqueray gin and slimline tonics with a grapefruit in it. Yeah, and so we just paid uh, £32 for two gin and tonics and um, I've just been shopping in the J. Simon shop in Marlebone. Been hanging out in Marlebone. What's going to happen tonight? You're swankified today. Who do I think I am? I know, look at you. It's What's funny about this also, haven't seen Lindsay Lohan yet in here, but I'm going to do press-ups in the Chilton Firehouse toilets. Do you think there'll be room in there? Only the best for Steve. I've done 30 press-ups today, and I'm doing 60 a day at the moment. So I'm going to go in and have a Bulgarian shower, because I feel like I wanted to have a shower. I have showered today, you but... Do you have deodorant with you? Or no. Is it? Anyway, so I had a good afternoon, and now we're in Chilton Firehouse, and it's just to say that we're playing a different track by Paul Weller. This is Paul Weller's comeback. Yeah, I think that's a better choice. Well, everything has a price to pay. I, well, the real reason I can't play it, Paul, he's going to be listening, is that it's not available digitally. Everything has a price to pay. Only the version which is an outtake from his first solo album. And I want the version that's on the soundtrack to the film Face, which isn't available. So we're taking a soundtrack. And I like to play new music. Yeah. You know? So this here it is, the ballad without further ado. Ado? Ado? To you. Without further ado. This is Paul Weller, and we'll see you soon. We're at the Chilton Firehouse. Back to Tucker after this. Where you gonna run out to me? Into the dark of night now, oh, to me. Inside my tired chest Only then might I find charity When you're gonna find the strength to be Clear your mind of the darkness that you see I'll run till my legs expire
shining, sweet kitty oh. I'm coming home. Where you gonna go now, oh Jimmy? Down by that muddy estuary. See through the muddy waters, fast flowing tides that order which direction that you need to be. That was Paul Weller. Funny that should happen because I've just checked my emails and I've just had an email from Via Gogo. I think I mentioned at the beginning of the show that I bought some Paul Weller tickets for the first time in 10 years. And this is my message to you all, the listening, all three of you. Don't use Via Gogo. Um, and now we're going to go through the top. Wow, someone got a pigeon in here. Um, that's what we have to do. Pigeon. Huh? I thought I was checking still. Must have been yeah. pigeon. Yeah, that's the sound effects. Right, here's the current UK iTunes top 10 podcast. Under the Skin with Russell Brand. What do you think of that? No. Never heard it. I'm, I'm not into Brand. Are you not? Why not? I just can't be asking with these. Seen his show, The Trues? No. On YouTube? No, no. It's not bad. Uh, why, why? I mean... I understand what you mean. It just gives me a headache. He's just—he's too much, isn't he? He's too too intense. Too over-tough. well. My view on Brand is I like him, and why doesn't he just fucking run? He's so opinionated about. He's an intelligent guy. He's been through a lot. He has a lot of support. If he ran, he would get votes, right? He would get these millennials to vote for him. He doesn't want to do it. He just wants to carry on doing comedy. But if you're so vocal in the politics and all that, and you're so knowledgeable, why don't you do something good with all that? I don't know. That's my view. So, I don't know if that's what his show is. It's probably something else. And then, uh, the number two is called Code Severe. Remember that? Uh, is this the new, um, like, highlighting terrorism podcast or something? They're basically trying to promote how you can, like, phone in if you see something wrong. Maybe, I've heard that. Sounds terrible. Desert Island, this is number three. You ever listen to it? Uh, yeah, it's all right. It, it depends who the guest is, but yeah, in general. Kirsty McCall, whatever her name is. Kirsty Yeah, Young. she's the, the host. Yeah, 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 it's pretty good. She's another bangable 50-year-old woman, Yeah, right? Beckham's been on there recently, isn't he? Uh, what do you think of Beckham or of his emails? Is that true? You were on his side on that, or what? Uh, I don't really care, to be honest, but um, I, I think... He was just bitching on his emails. Yes, that's it. If he gets knighted when the time's right, then so be it. But, um, he's a, he's a knighthood, and deserve a knighthood? Uh, I think he probably deserves one more than some other people, but... Yeah. Um, why not? It's just an eyehead, right? We always know he's a bit of a scallywag underneath it all. People don't change that much. When he used to be a player, he was a right arsehole half the time, wasn't he? Remember, he, used to, he was the one, the first person to do that. Run up to the opposite fans with his ears, with his hands to his ears. Um, Missing Richard Simmons is number four. Yeah. Podcast stuff. What is it? Um, you know who Richard Simmons is? That crazy guy who used to do, like sweating with the oldies in the no. US? No. Missing Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons was this guy since I believe the 70s 
who ran the Sweatin' with the Oldies classes and he's this really flamboyant guy that gets really excited about weight loss and everything like that. He's a young black guy. No, no, no. He's a now in his 60s white guy with an afro. Okay. Um, very 70s style and he plays old music and he helps people lose weight and he's like mentored hundreds of obese people in the U.S. and he even had these classes at his mansion in outside Hollywood or somewhere there. And then in 2014, he completely disappeared. Really? And what the he's like about this? It's only on episode four, so we don't. Are you on episode four, or it's yeah. on episode four? It's number four on the British iTunes chart. It's fascinating because he's an intriguing character, but then he's this bigger, gregarious, like out there in the world character, and suddenly he becomes a recluse out of nowhere and doesn't talk to any of his friends. Is he still alive? Yes, because evidently oh, okay. the LAPD was there like last week checking on him again, but maybe his best friend slash housekeeper, who he's, who's Teresa, who's lived with him for at least 30 years, evidently maybe keeping him hostage? I don't know. Who decided to make a podcast out of this and profit out of it and stuff? I know, it's a little questionable that way, but one of his friends who was also in his class, like... His class was only $10 a class till in LA or somewhere in California. And he mentors all these people and befriends all these people and he's helped lose weight and fights over the house. I would say so, yeah. My dad wrote a porno, it's still funnier, but. Are you, do you live here? Yeah. Okay. But Where are you yeah, from? I would recommend the London based My Dad Wrote a Porno More. About yeah, yeah, yeah. We've just been talking about that. So, so what are you doing here and where are you from? I'm from the US and... Well, where about? New Jersey. Oh yeah? Yeah. Uh, my wife's from New York. Oh, very cool. Whereabouts in New Jersey? Uh, I'm from exit two on the turnpike, like Philly area, but I used oh, to... Oh, near Pennsylvania. Yeah, but I used to run political campaigns on the river, so yeah. Is that, is that why you're here? Because of American politics has gone to shit? No, but that's definitely a reason to stay here. No, I've... Was your husband here. English or something? Or my you... husband's Spanish. We came here because Spain isn't the best place for jobs, but yeah. Cool. You're in England, you're from New Jersey, you're having a baby with this Spanish man, right? Yeah. Everything's going well? Yeah. The pregnancy's not fun. Don't don't trust people that say it is, but... Okay. Is this your first? Yeah. It's good. <laughs> boy or girl, do you know? It's a boy. I just found out, yeah. Today? Like a week ago, yeah. Congrats. Do you have a name? No, that's the problem. That's probably why it's good that we found out that it was a boy, because we always had a girl's name, but yeah. I love New Jersey. I'm a massive Springsteen fan. You don't hear that often. I've been to Asbury Park. I've been to the Stone Pony. I played a gig there at a festival called the Clearwater Festival in New Jersey. Yes, well, of course I know it, yeah, but that's a big deal to play. It was fucking raining when I did it, but whatever. But to play Stone Pony if you're a uh, boss? No, I didn't play at the Stone Pony. I played oh. in, the, in some park in Asbury Park, and it was supporting the guy from the Spin Doctors. Incredibly random. It was something. And they do have chicken in a place in Astoria, New York, that's like more of a Greek... Like, port, not Portuguese. So it's in America, but not Nando's the brand, right? No, but Nando's the brand is in America. Is it? I don't know how many. I was fascinated by this. And I think when my dad comes to visit, they're going to love it. And Chicken is like the London pizza. I thought curry was like the London pizza. Well, we grew up on chicken, right? 
Or chicken curries, I guess. The curries and chicken is big. Chicken masala is the British you like it. national food, and it's not a real... It's, no, it's a bit heavy curry, isn't it? Yeah. On a weeknight. But Nando's is amazing. Yeah. I should let you get on. Is your food ready? Do you have a loyalty card? I've just of got course. one. Of course. Wow. A serious pepper collection going on. What's your name? I'm Jen. This is all on the podcast. I should be like a real person. <laughs> nice to meet you, Jen. Yeah, you're going to be on this, obviously. Okay. I don't mind. The, the, the missing Richard Simmons is crazy. Would you say that's your number one podcast? What's your number one? No, definitely my dad wrote a porno. Okay. And then number two, missing Richard Simmons, number three, sporkful. Now, a spork is half fork, half spoon. Okay. So, sporkful's an NPR podcast, National Public Radio in the U.S. Actually, I think my wife listens to that. Yeah, it's like an intersection of culture and food, and it's for eaters, not for foodies. So, it's for people that like to eat, not our, you yeah, know. Yeah, not pretentious about it. Yeah. That's good. He does take certain things seriously, like that you should eat a cheeseburger upside down so the cheese hits your tongue first. Wow. So, he does get, it's actually revolutionary once you try it. But, yeah. What about this American life? It's good, but I'm just over this American life right now. I'm the lowercase term of this okay. American life. The podcast is very good, of course. Yeah, NPR is fantastic. I'll email you or something. Okay. I'll come over in a minute. Okay, you sure? <laughs> yeah, we're going to finish. Where are you? We're in the bird cage over there. Oh, you're in the cage. I wanted to be in the cage. See you in a bit. <laughs> so... When are you going to settle down and find that special girl? Mum. I want grandchildren. Mum, I don't want to talk about it again today. But you're such a catch. You're so good looking. You've got that great job as an interior designer. Dal, he bats for the other team. That's great. I didn't know you were into cricket. Oh, this is fun. Oh, yeah. Nando's. Eat interesting. Right, so we've nearly finished anyway. What's her name? Jen. Jen. She was great. Jen who recommends number four. See, Americans are confident. Americans follow me around. It's really weird, isn't it? She was right there getting her tissues. Um, Friday night from... I'm not really interested in this anymore. Right, let's count them down. Atletico Mints, whatever that is. Friday night comedy from BBC Four. TED Talks. Flintoff, Savage and Ping Pong Guy. So that's um, Freddie Flintoff. That's Freddie Flintoff, obviously. Is that a cricket podcast? Robbie Savage, isn't it? That sounds awful. Right. You hate Robbie Savage. Oh, it's just a bad My dad wrote a porno on the high-low. So anyway, forget all those and listen to this one. You're already doing that, so thanks a lot. Um, Is there anything to add about podcasts? What's the future of podcasts? Um... I think, I think we're going to have to start paying for our podcast soon. I think yeah. that's the thing. You know, there's so many adverts now. The adverts just starting to get on your nerves. Yeah. So I think like kind of how people pay for Spotify, I guess we're going to be doing that for podcasts at some point, given how popular they get. But um, yeah. Yeah. let's hope that's not too soon, though. Yeah. Um, are, are we going to talk to her again? Maybe I'll just go over and say bye. Yeah, sure. And like write down your... Her husband's going to think, who's this fucker? Yeah, yeah. Like you can like drop her your email address. Yeah, I'll put my email on a napkin, on a Nando's napkin. Yeah, right, thanks for joining us. What's the um, next song? We I'll tell you what, what about a band called The Milk? We were talking about new music earlier. The Milk? I listened to a band called The Milk who were quite... They had like a really fast tempo first album, more chilled up bluesy second album. So perhaps something from their second album. Are they more semi-skimmed or are they full fat? Uh, semi-skimmed these days, yeah, yeah. They were full fat. Yeah.
Uh, welcome back. We're now at the Lord Nelson, a good pub in um, Southwark. And we were just talking about your lady who might be in labour tonight. Is that true? She might be. The baby is now engaged, whatever that means. We're having a pint. You've got to get to Lewisham then if this happens. Or do you know that? Does she say that every night? No, this is the first time she said that, but she texts me, so I'm assuming I'm not in a rush to get home. She wouldn't be texting you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, well, and plus we just got a pint in, so I'm not going to. I got yeah. a pint first tonight. Yeah. Perhaps we're celebrating the engagement. Is that how it goes? Is that what you do? Seems like a normal thing to do, so. The baby engagement. Is it going to be a normal birth? She having normal. She's not having cesarean or any of that? Well, yeah, I, well I don't think you plan a cesarean, do you? But uh, we hope it's normal. It's in a hospital. Uh, but like. You might remember this will be. The baby will will be born and you will have this podcast to remember but yeah you can say dad why weren't you at the birth and I can say because uh, me, and, me, me and Steve are recording the podcast so um, I was telling a mate the other day when you used to work for, for Diageo yep. we used to rock up at your bar like for post work drinks and you had to guess what name Steve had left behind the bar for you so normally it was like uh, am I Paul Schwarzenegger or something like that um, so yeah well, we've had an okay life right in the 20s yeah it's we been pretty good not it yeah. So that might be it. One more song. One more song. Riding along in my automobile. My baby beside me at the wheel. I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile. My curiosity running wild. Cruising and playing the radio. With no particular place to go Riding along in my automobile I was anxious to tell her the way I feel So I told her softly and sincere And she leaned and whispered in my ear Cuddling more and driving slow With no particular place to go place to go So we parked way out on the Kokomo The night was young and the moon was gold So we both decided to take a stroll Can you imagine the way I felt I couldn't unfasten a safety belt Riding along in my calaboose Still trying to get her belt to loose all the way home I held a grudge For the safety belt that wouldn't budge Cruising and playing the radio With no particular place to go